It is Monday on Daily Delivery. I'm Michael Rand, Patrick Royce here as well. Um, Patrick, I'm assuming, I, I think we talked a little bit before we started here, you didn't watch a ton of sports over the weekend, but I think based on our conversations, you did watch the Super Bowl at the <laughs> at the very least, the, the big one. Um, I think we agree that it was not the, uh, not every close game is a great game. And that was a, that was as far as Super Bowls go is fine as at least it was, you know, it did go down to the wire, but not a, not a classic in my estimation. A couple of things. If I'm a chiefs fan today, I'm nauseated, right? I did not win it this year that you look at this Cincinnati team and uh, you know, they're certainly a plucky group and uh, played very well defensively yesterday, but uh, I mean, that offense, that's got to be the worst offensive line to ever win a Super Bowl, doesn't it? It's uh, the guy's going to get killed, Burrow, if they don't do something about that offensive line. But I look at that team and think I had Pat Mahomes, I could have had Pat Mahomes playing in that game, you know, and he yes. certainly would have made more plays because he could have run away from somebody and the, the, as ineffective as the Rams offense was most of the game and as mediocre as Matt Stafford was, we're going to read all these tributes to the great Matt Stafford. He was, he did nothing until that last drive. Uh, it was, uh, you know, it was, you know what, the other thing, Mike, I was thinking this, hmm. we got spoiled the previous three weekends. Of, yes. of there were so many, the close games there were dynamic to the most point. You know, somebody did something dramatic. Somebody, you know, there were some explosive plays. There was when the defensive plays were made, they were dynamic. And uh, there was nothing. There was just, just uh, not much of a foot. If it would have been played in the regular season, everybody would have yawned and gone home. But uh, I will say this uh, fellow from Eastern Washington, Cooper Cup, is a hard cover, isn't he? Man, alive. He's, 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 uh, he's, he knows where he he knows where he's going, and you don't. <laughs> and uh, that's uh, he's he's pretty good. And uh, you know the Rams, we think of the Rams as somewhat of a storied franchise. Uh, even when they were out in Los Angeles, they had not won an NFL title since 1951. You know, since uh, they won and won, in, they were in St. Louis for 21 years. But uh, it, it's interesting to see how they react right to this. If they're right. going to have a big parade or do something, but Los Angeles, I I've been the two Super Bowls in Los Angeles. I think you had no idea it was occurring <laughs> every other town, you know, it, Hey, the Super Bowl, it's all, you can't get away from it. Los, Los Angeles. It was just something happening over here. Just somewhere. one other, just one other party, <laughs> just one other party. party. Yes. But uh, I'm sure having the Rams win, it's uh it's uh it, everybody's happy about that now they had they were i you know they what were how favorite were they four, 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 and a half? four and a half i think was the line they so, went on the uh, so the Bengals cover and the over has to win easy right the uh over and under had to be low 50s didn't it so, so, uh, so the under wins I, I mean the under yeah the, yeah. Uh, yeah under wins easy so uh yeah it was uh it was, i mean i watched <laughs> The halftime show was longer than the game, by the way, too. The game and was better. flying. The and better. I, lo- I didn't watch it. I don't watch it. I, 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 I love the halftime show. That's that's the gen- that's the music of my uh of my I don't care late about teens, twenties. 
I don't care about the music. I care about 45 minutes. That's what I care about. <laughs> it's you, you're the, that sport is not intended to be played with a 45 minute break in the middle of it and have everybody come back out here and, uh, and play. It's ridiculous. Let's have the Rolling Stones come out and sing three songs and get the hell off the field. We don't have to have a 35 minute marathon of crap that goes on and we're moving buildings in and off the field. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, the, to me, it, it takes away from the competition to make those guys sit in a locker room for 40 minutes while we're doing all this nonsense. Think of, think of the halftime adjustments, Patrick. How long, how, many, yeah, how much well, opportunity yeah. you have to you, adjust yeah, when you, you have that much time. adjustments and then you've been in there so long, everybody forgets. <laughs> you know, what the, it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Anyway, the first half. The halftime show took longer than the first half, for God's sake. Yeah. Well, the Rams couldn't run the ball. I thought, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Cooper Cup because kind of the maybe the underrated play of the game was him running for that first down on yes, the, yeah, that little. That, you lose the game right there. If, and, uh, and that wasn't exactly a, wasn't exactly just a run to outrun a guy to the corner. He had to make a decision on yes. cutting that thing up. And that was, mm-hmm. that was a dicey play when you looked at the replay. It's like he, he made that play more than what it should have been, probably. And I, uh, if, if the, we get our new Viking coach here, I would think Tuesday, although maybe he has to stick around for parade and it'll be later in the week. I hope he wasn't the guy that sent down the, hey, let's run Cooper Cup. Let's flip the ball back to Cooper Cup and then throw it to Matthew Stafford here. You know what? If I want a yard, I'm going to have Matthew Stafford throw it to Cooper Cup. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm not going to have Cooper Cup throw it to Matthew, Matthew Stafford. I hope that wasn't our guy coming in with that stupid play, which was unbelievably dumb. Uh, but uh, anyway, the, uh, the, uh, the Cincinnati uh, uh, play that was the little pitch back to a mix, and that worked yeah. out pretty well. But yeah, that was I think good. I think they'd done that before. I don't think we've run a lot of Cooper Cup to Matthew Stanford plays. No, although they said uh, they said that uh, Mixon had never thrown a pass in the NFL, so it wasn't him. Oh, really? Okay, all right. Take a playcation to Mystic Lake for twenty four seven gaming, fun restaurants and bars, and luxurious hotel rooms, and join Club M to bask in the rewards. Follow the lights to Mystic Lake, where every day is play day. Hey, did. Uh, uh, Burrow's going to get killed, though. He's got, yeah. Well, I mean, he got sacked. He got sacked eight times, right? Yes. Yeah, I lost. Got sacked nine times against Tennessee. Yes. It was the second half. He had no. They, they throw the seventy-five yarder right off the bat, and there's right. a little bit of a cheating on that. But what the heck? It's football. Uh, but uh, you know, after that, he did nothing. They had, as I said, uh, two hundred thirty yards. If you take away that seventy-five yarder, which. Yep. A normally officiated game, uh, it would have uh, it would have come back probably. They were they were they were obviously out there with instructions not to call many many penalties. Except, uh, except, except in one of the biggest moments the of the game. Of the game. The that third, was third down down on the goal line. Third and goal at like the third and goal at like the eight. Man, that would I mean that that's, that's you know that's the game right there. <laughs> that's why the NFL drives me nuts. Official. I don't think there's any game where the officials have, I mean, basketball, you get endless. They have a lot of influence because they call 40 fouls a game. Right. So, but 
I don't think there's any game where calling a penalty influences as much as uh, as much as uh, especially in the NFL where pass interference is 15 yards or first down or I'm going to put the ball in the one yard line or yeah yeah it was that was a they called that as a hold but uh, still it decided the game uh, otherwise you're fourth down from there and you got to score right yes fourth, it would, when fourth and goal down, from like the eight, and eight yeah yeah no, I... it, it's, so this was a great game because it gave officials uh, it gave fans from both sides to complain about the referees <laughs> they got the <laughs> they got the rams could say ah, i grabbed his face basket he shouldn't have been a touchdown and then the bengals fans in cincinnati i'm sure that they can they can whine like crazy and uh as the announcers kept saying we're gonna see joe burrow in this game again well maybe not you never know you know yeah right? especially if he gets, especially if they don't do something about their offensive line. I'd rather have the Vikings offensive line than that collection. Could be the next Dan Marino. He got there pretty young and then he never got back. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. He's, uh, I don't think, well, he was under so much duress. It's hard to say, but I don't think he was sharp either. Do you? I, no, I, he had, he missed a few. I mean, he, yeah. yeah, it was just, it was one of those games where just, the matchup was, you know, going in the matchup wasn't one where you're like, oh yeah, Super Bowl, you know, Rams and Bengals. And then the game, like we said, the game itself, it wasn't like it was a wasn't a bad game, and at least it was close, but it was yeah, I don't think everybody was at at peak performance. I mean, the 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 thing is the Rams best players won the game for him. I mean, yeah. Cup played amazing and Aaron Donald when after a very quiet first half, you know, made made three or four of the plays in the second half to either get him off the field or eventually, you know, seal the game. He's the one that got Burrow, you know, yeah, almost on the ground at the end on that final incompletion win. By the way, Bengals had second and one from midfield, and they get cute. They try to take a deep shot yeah. on, on second and one, and their third and one running play gets stopped, and all of a sudden you're in, all of a sudden it's yeah. do or die, and then you run a shotgun play on fourth and a half yard. I don't know. They – they got a little cute there at the end and cost themselves. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Get the first down. Keep moving that way. You got the kid. You know you're going to get overtime if you get to the 35, right? If right. you get to the 35, that guy's going to make a 53-yarder for you. <laughs> McPherson. He, he stayed out and watched the halftime show. He stayed and watched. Did, did, you, did you see that? They showed uh, no. there's a little clip of him uh, watching the halftime show and then like <laughs> shrugging his shoulders like, hey, I, I wanted to watch the halftime show. <laughs> Why not? What the hell? You're a kicker. What are you going to go? What are they going to yeah. go tell you in the halftime? What, what's the halftime adjustment for a kicker? Keep making your kicks. Yep. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is uh, just, as I say, the, the league drives me crazy because the influence of a referee, of officials. And uh, uh, we had another, I was, we had one a couple of years ago. Was that a Super Bowl where all of a sudden? The, well, there was the NFC title. Make- there was the NFC title game with the pass interference that was not called and they changed the after, rule to make it reviewable for a little while yeah and after that uh yeah and after another postseason they decided after the postseason what two years ago that they weren't going to call it last year they didn't call any penalties right and uh that was the, the big deal about the playoffs last year they stopped calling penalties i think so and then yesterday was they the, the public likes those games right so but then to call it third down play, oof, yeah. that's, that's bad. That's bad. But I'll tell you what, NFL's never been bigger than no. it is now after this run of postseason games and L.A. wins. Here's – take heart in this, folks, though. 
the Rams are going to be five and 12, three years from now. Yes. They're they're They have, they have, they sold their souls for this game and uh, the, the, and they want it fine. I think everybody to say, that's great. Give me three, give me some bad years in the future, but this is not a dynasty. Don't worry about no. that. No, this is, they probably got one or two more, you know, creative salary cap years to try to get out of this was, you know, if McVay stays, he keeps hinting that he's going to, you know, bounce at a certain point and go work in TV. And now O'Connell coming to the Vikings, by the way, I was not that we hate to be negative in the media, don't we, Patrick? But I was already working on the storyline in my head that, oh man, the Vikings got the got the guy who lost the Super Bowl. That'd be just just what they just what this franchise needs is to bring in the guy who was yeah. on the team that lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, I kept tweeting out how he tried to talk. Uh, you know, my inside source is telling me he tried to talk uh, McVeigh out of that stupid play down at the goal line, but they just wouldn't listen to him. And, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I think uh, when I look at the collection of coaches hired. I'd probably take this guy over any of them. I don't know enough about him. I haven't even heard him yet, but uh, I am not impressed with the hires that were made this off season. Are you, I mean, who's ever Who in the hell is ever You know, why would you immediately hire that guy uh, from the, you know, the, I, I, they, 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 he, the guy they hired, the GM they hired, must have interviewed him on a phone and I, they, they must have had a committee like the Vikings did. Right. Yes. With investigating. And, and they took the recommendation of the search committee. I mean, how can you hire that guy? And uh, just a bunch of very unimpressive hires. Lovey Smith for poor old Lovey, for God's sakes. Lovey wasn't a good coach when he was a good coach and, and with the Bears. And uh, I, I think it's a very unimpressive group of hires. And I, I'd take this guy probably just just sight unseen. But the, I kind of like the resume. So then, you know, McVeigh is the way to go. Speaking of which, this Zach Taylor makes Bud Grant look like an, uh, a uh, – animated fella doesn't he god almighty yes. what a stoic he is he is the stoic of all time unbelievable so anyway it was uh, not a great football game but uh got over fairly early if uh back in the days of uh, for newspaper purposes that was good so yes <clears throat> yes it was um other stuff happened over the weekend. It got the it was kind of a winning weekend here. I mean, we can talk talk some local stuff and maybe a little bit of Olympics before we're done here. Probably gratifying for the Wolves to get um, Anthony Edwards back on track. It never seems like he and Cat have a great game at the same time. Maybe Cat is still Cat uh, st- is still reeling from accusations that he tweet that he cheats at uh that he cheats at wordle did you see that uh that, oh, that little i don't even know what wordle is so. you don't know what wordle is this word game that people have been playing i play it too but uh, people on people online are saying that cat cheats at wordle it's it was my it's one of the more amusing storylines from the weekend but uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and How for, it go? what oh is it like scrabble cheating on scrabble is it the oh, same thing? Prob- probably a little bit like that wordle is like this the, there's one puzzle every day and you try to get, you get you've got six clues six tries to to get a five letter word and you get process of elimination by 
you know, guessing different words, and then they, and they then they tell you if if the letters are in the words or not. And then you got you got six tries to 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 narrow down the word, and they're saying they're saying cat. There's there's some nefarious behavior going on with that. So I I, I wonder <laughs> if that was influencing his game when we get yeah. five fouls in 22 minutes, maybe taking out his uh, wordle frustration Saturday. No, I'm sorry, Sunday against uh, the Pacers, but Ant, who had been bad lately, 37 points. Five rebounds, four assists, four steals in that game. Wolves now thirty and twenty-seven. I gotta say, Patrick, I as as uh, as much as my friends try to tease me about thinking the Wolves, there might be some cause for optimism in in some years. I tried to learn my lesson this year. I tried to tried to say this, you know, let's this hold off, hold off, hold off. This team's been better than I thought they would be. I don't. They're not great, but they they've been better than I thought they would be. Yeah, they're. Uh... Uh, it, it, it was interesting, the quote I saw from uh, Finch over the weekend that, uh, you know, to me, their secret weapon had been Vanderbilt, right? Yes. See that quote from him that he hadn't been playing him as much, and uh, you wonder why. And he said, well, he hasn't been playing defense as well as he had been. Yep. <laughs> so, which, uh, I mean, the Finch is a, can be a pretty candid guy at times. But uh, Russell's a better player than I thought. I mean, he, he'll take six games off with a – hangnail but uh you know he's he's they're pretty good when he plays and uh cat to me has had a hell of a year and edwards is he's mercurial let's put it that way yes sometimes i worry when he makes a bunch of threes yes because starts thinking he's a three-point shooter again and he starts yes. jacking stuff up i gave you this quote from my friend terry kunzi the other last week i think yeah the, uh, the old basketball man is Every time Edward shoots, I think he's going to miss it. Yeah. <laughs> that is because he doesn't have that smooth, you know, right. shooting style. But yeah, they're, I mean, they're, you know, still should be trying to get the sixth place. That's my theory. Let's, let's, let's actually make the playoffs, the real right. playoffs, which is now the top six. Yes. Because let now the NFL, there's a very good chance that the NBA will be like the NHL a few years ago where they had the bubble and they said you had to win the first rounds of the playoff of, of that tournament down there to be a playoff team. Yes. And then they declared them all to be playoff teams. <laughs> right. They were feeling that. So 24. So that now the wild claims to have been in the playoffs, right. the, which they weren't the original was that they weren't right. Well, that, that'll, that'll end up being the same thing too. If you're in the top 10, if you fight your way into the top 67% of the teams, you'll, you'll be a playoff team. But uh, I think the goal is still not to have to play in that pre-tournament and uh, catch Denver and, and yes. somebody else which, up there. Which I think is, which I think is possible. It's not, I don't know if I'd say it's likely. I, I know. And the thing is I keep, I keep, all evidence points to the contrary, but I still keep thinking, are, are the Wolves really going to finish ahead of the Lakers? Are they going to finish ahead of the Clippers? Like the Lakers are so bad, but I just get, it, just, it, it, it flies in the face of everything I've seen for the last 20 years or so that a LeBron team would just continue to be bad. And I watched uh, a lot of the Warriors Lakers second half on Saturday night and the Warriors, they went right down to the wire with them and looked pretty damn good. Uh, You know, who's killing them? Russell Westbrook. He can't make a save his life and they're kind of stuck with him. but LeBron looked good. What's he had 25. Like when he plays, he gets 25 every night and they look good. And, uh, 
So yeah, you're right. They're going to have to fight them off. And, uh, and the Clippers are, I, I don't know. They're, they're not Kawhi is another guy who's stealing his money. So, uh, I, I don't know if they'll ever get them back, but, uh, yeah, you, you got to think the Lakers are going to figure something out. Lakers got some guy named Austin Reeves. I don't know where he came from, but he's a pretty good younger player for them. It's, it's when, when they got a guy out there that's not 38 it's right. when you watch him. But, uh, yeah, it was really a good uh, fourth quarter game, and Clay Thompson won the game for him. I, I, I don't get fixated on an NBA game not involving the Wolves too often, but it was a hell of a game, and the – they looked a little better, but, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, this is, I mean, there's what's interesting to me, Mike too, is all of a sudden Prince isn't playing at all. Right. And no, Noel, Noel is not playing. Noel right. was playing at all. He was playing great. What's happened right. to him? And I don't so, know. I, he, he, you know, Finch, Finch doesn't really play favorites. He's like, if you're playing well, you're going to play. Yeah. Um, you know, aside from, Aside from Edwards, Towns, and Russell to a large degree, although Edwards will sit sometimes. Towns only played 22 yesterday, although that was probably the five fouls more than anything. But he's, you know, you got to earn the playing time. You you play well, and then you, you maybe have a bad game or two. You stop doing the things that he wants you to do, and then all of a sudden you're not going to be playing anymore. That's, you know, they've, they've, got, my, they've got enough depth. It's not great yeah. depth, but it's, you know, you got enough yeah. depth that you can kind of do that. Well, McLaughlin got phased out. And now he's playing 20 minutes a game. So, right. it, you know, he kind of came out of the outhouse. He, you know, he wasn't playing and now he's playing. So you're right. It's It's got to be a frustrating. I mean, if you're a prince and you're a veteran and you're kind of established yourself and you were playing 18, 20 minutes and getting 18 points, and all of a sudden did not play coach's decision. <laughs> DNBCD. Like, yeah. What happened? What happened? So, uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it is an interesting mix. He, he probably does have too many players. I don't think my guy Tibbs is going to make her though. I, I don't think he'll come out of the All Star game. Did you see that one the other day, yesterday, or a no. couple of days ago? No, twenty three point lead. Oh, to the to the Blazers too, who can't wait Blazers. to lose. Against the Blazers, who can't the wait to quarter, lose. They scored eleven points. Eleven points. Oh, they're in the. They're the 12th seed right now in the East. Oh, they're not going to make it. They, I mean, they've, they're still within shouting distance of the top 10, but geez, second uh -huh. year under Tibbs, man. It's the, well, here, I guess <laughs> it was the third year what? here, I guess, yeah, that, that was his undoing, year, but. Was it the second year they made the playoffs, right? The second, second year they made the playoffs here, and then the third year is when all, everything fell apart. Yeah. Well, he lasted four here, right? He was into the, not the whole. He was into his fourth year when he got fired. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, I, he was a hero last year, man, but there were no fans in the stands. I'm sure he's hearing from them now. <laughs> I would imagine they're anyway. They're, they're letting him have it out there. Poor Tibbs. Hey, this is it. This is we thought it we thought he wouldn't get another chance. I, I feel sorry for him because there's nothing else in his life. Right. When he talks about his family, he's talking about a niece, you know, or, or no, a cousin, a niece who has a kid, I think. I mean, he's not like a going out over to Thanksgiving dinner with 34 relatives. You right. know, one of those guys, he's got nothing but basketball. It's kind of sad but uh, he's going down the tank again here. So, so your Motsko got a sweep. Um, yeah. The wild beat Carolina was a good game to the night. People, I didn't watch all of it, but I was kind of watching some of the tweets when I wasn't 
watching. Everybody kept saying best game of the year. So take that for what it's worth. Well, they were up 3-0 and gave up two in the third, yes. right? Yes. Carolina's good. Uh, Carolina's very good. Carolina's three goals is a lot to get against Carolina. They got the best defensive team in the league. Yes. And, uh, but Moscow's team, his goalie leaves for Carolina, and I don't think he's played, he's played like one game for him, right, uh, LaFontaine? Yeah, but a, that was a weird deal, goals. right? Because that, that yeah. kind of happened when I was off for a little while. But I, the, the deal with that was that Carolina kind of had an emergency with their goalies, right? And they but just goalies hurt, yeah, and they called him up. And he found out at noon the day it happened. That's uh, amazing. Didn't give him any heads. The, the, the Hurricanes didn't give him any heads up. They were going to do this because they thought he probably might want to talk him out of it. I guess for LaFontaine, he's a fifth-year senior, and he, you know, he if he goes, if he waits to the end of the year, he might not even get signed. Right. You know? Yeah. So, but it's it's a kick in the shins, and you lose your goalie, and the other kid hasn't played at all, and now he's got three guys over in uh, in uh, Olympics, in Olympics, and uh, uh, each uh, well, each uh, Myers and the other kid, Kanis, is it? Uh, have each scored a goal over there for the U.S., so uh, they're doing just fine over there. But uh, you know, you're losing three of your stars, and you're losing your goalie, and you go in and sweep Ohio State. They're pretty good. Moscow's pretty good. So yeah, he's uh, a good coach. I don't think there was any question about that. Actually, they won their last four because they swept. Yeah, they swept Michigan, Michigan State last weekend. Michigan State's terrible, but uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's it, it, it. I wonder if people are ever going to get back on the bandwagon because this Big Ten stuff. They oh. quite Big Ten. That's nonsense. Right. Go watch a game. You know, I mean, you know what the Big Ten should do? What? They need an eighth team, right? Yeah, because they've got well, they added Notre Notre Dame, right? Notre Made seven seventh seed. They should go get North Dakota. Ooh, and why not? Ooh, but I think they they're I think North Dakota do it, but they're too damn cheap to give them a good cut of the you know the proceeds, the Big yeah. Ten, right? Because you know they. Because it's just hockey. Because so North Dakota probably makes more money with without being in the Big Ten, unless the Big Ten's going to make it worth their while. Right. But North Dakota has no attachment to this NCHC, right? I mean, what the hell? It's not their league. Their league is the is the Summit League in the Missouri Valley. Yeah. League. They're, <clears throat> they're in two different leagues already. They should go get North Dakota. That wow. Get, that would be that, a coup. That'd be a coup right there. Yes. That's a- Yes. That would add a, a little spice. Number, even though they aren't real great this year, it's the number one high. It's the Tuscaloosa yes. of, of hockey. Yes. It's still, they still get 12,000 people to come to games. And, uh, you know, they still are nuts for it. I know it's stuck up there in Grand Forks, but uh, but uh, they, that's what they should do. Put some life back into their into, into the you know, all of us, they come to town and play the Gophers and you'd have 5,000 Sioux fans here in the arena. It's not the same when you're playing them in a non-conference series. Right? No, it's not. They, it's, I mean, so that's, they should, if I was commissioner of the Big I was Ten, say, this is your, a lot of problems. And that would be the first thing I'd do to save hockey would be to go get North Dakota. I'll put you in charge of this right now because mm-hmm. I like it. I mean, obviously, you know, I grew up in Grand Forks, grew yeah. up on that rivalry, grew up with watching that program in the old Ralph. Um, and that's, you know, my interest in the college hockey just went off a cliff when the Big Ten 
kind of came in and swooped in and made but, this but, change. But, I, but we have to remember, we talk about the WCHA as all these, you know, glorious things of when we, you know, had these same rivalries, but you also had a neophyte Mankato team coming to town. You had the Alaska teams coming to town. You had Bemidji later on. I mean, God love them. That league had gone to hell too. I mean, when it was an eight team league and you knew who you were playing and you played, you know, North Dakota four times and you played UMD four times and St. Cloud a little later, that was, that was a completely different league by the time it blew up. Right. Yeah. It I was, mean, I think. Yeah. It, yeah. Anchorage is in town. Let's go to the game. Right. Hey, you. All right. Yeah, you know, Colorado uh, College and Denver were always usually pretty good too. It was, yeah. it was a, yeah, maybe maybe the nostalgia of it carries the day a little bit. Not every not every series was series was great. You had Anchorage coming here all the time to get walloped in the first round of the WCHA playoffs. I think there was some amazing stat like zero and twenty or something in the, yeah, yeah. in that they uh, won him once I think, and it was like a it was like a tragedy when they came here and they beat you once in that best three series. But uh, seven seven you know, moose parade in Alaska. I have. Uh, I have some very good solutions for sports problems, but people never listen to me. But I, <laughs> I think North Dakota would be a, would be a, you know, twenty minute halftime show at the Super Bowl. That's it. We get you the hell okay. out of there. Um, okay. Get Snoopy Dog out to come out and sing one song and get the hell out. You of just there. call him Snoopy Dog. You call him Snoopy, Snoopy Dog. Dog. I like Snoopy Dog. I like Snoopy Dog. But okay. what do we call? Him? Does he change his name again? Is he called? Well, he's he's, he's Snoop Dog. He's Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. I know he's Snoop Dogg, okay. but I All thought right, just making sure. Snoop or something like that. He's no, I, I, I know, know it's not. Snoop. Okay, okay, okay. I'm I like mistaken. Snoop Dogg. I, there's a few things I can do to help sports, but the hell with them. They don't want to listen to me. So I'm done with it. Well, let's let's bring it full circle. Let's finish this off. I saw the they, they put out odds right away for next year's Super Bowl. The Vikings kind of in that no man's land. I think it was like 44 to one, something like that. They're like 20th on the list. Same with the ESPN power rankings. They're like 20th or 21st for next season, which is not where you want to be in sports. I mean, now you get the new guy coming in here pretty soon in the next few days. Uh, When when he gets here and gets an honest look at this roster, what do you think he's going to say? What do you think? What, what's what's what, what do you think he and Kwesi want to do when they when they finally, you know, get together in the I, room I, and say, "Here's what we're going to do with this roster." I think they're going to keep Cousins and, and extend him, and then figure they could maybe move him at the end when the when the when the buyout and stuff's a little more reasonable, if that's doable. I'm not sure the the salary cap there. I think they're going to keep him. I think they feel like they're on the way with their offensive line. They're going to, uh, Anthony Barr won't be around, obviously. Uh, the, I think the big decision, there's two big decisions, Cousin and Hunter. Yeah. To do with Hunter. And, uh, but I think they're going to be of the belief they can win, especially if Aaron Rodgers gets moved. But I think, I, I think, they are probably they know what salary cap hell the Packers are in. Even if they if they were able to bring back Rodgers and Adams, they'd have nobody left over there, right? Right. I think they aren't keeping both those running backs. I think they're going to come in here and try to win, and uh, I think that means that uh, you know they're not going to blow it up. I I I I don't believe at uh, at all. I I think they 
you know, and that that means keeping cousins, right? Yeah, I think it means keep cut keeping cousins. I unless you're gonna, I don't know what quarterback do you think you can go get that's uh, that's better that's yeah. a veteran quarterback that's better. It's a draft without a quarterback. It's terrible, and uh, you know, I I just don't know where you go get a quarterback. I don't like the guy, but uh, he's. He's not a. He's not much different than Matthew Stafford. That's what I was going to say. He just O'Connell he's just watched Matt Stafford win a Super Bowl. That's going to yeah, tell him something. Yeah. Matt Stafford was not good at a lot of times. He was good in the fourth quarter twice, and they won the Super Bowl. But uh, you know they don't have Aaron Donald here, so that that's obviously a big deal. But I I think they feel like they could. They look at what happened this year. And it, you can look at the games, a few games that they won that they shouldn't have, but you can look that they they weren't, they should have been a playoff team this year, right? Yeah. They should have nine or ten, right? They should have won ten, and so they're not going to blow it up. I don't think the Zig Monster wants to blow it up, and I don't think uh, I don't think they're going to blow it up. I, you know what they're going to do? Tweak. They're going to tweak. Oh, they're going to tweak, and they're going to, you know what? Into this is like the. This is in what teams word. do now. They don't come in and blow it up right away. Remember, like, Garen came in and he kind of said, we're going to take a look, take, take a year and evaluate the roster. And then the, yeah. and then after that, it's when he got rid of Parisi and Suter. And, yeah, I I think that maybe there's some harder choices to come in 2023, but I think I'm starting to feel what you're saying now, that they're that this is going to be a little bit more status quo than maybe some fans would, would want to see in 2022. Yeah, well, I think that, the, their problem for years has been the offensive line, right? Yes. And, and you got some things going there that Derrissaw could end up being your left tackle. And O'Neal's really good. You're going to have to pay him. Uh, and the guards, yeah, okay, you're, you're, you're acceptable. Bradbury's, you might have to make a move at center. But they, when they get their offensive line put back together and their defensive line now has got issues too, the big oafs in the middle that they brought in did not work out for them. So they, I guess they got to rebuild the defensive line, maybe the defense in general in a little bit, but I, I, I think they're going to, they're going to start next season thinking they can win 10 games and win the division because Aaron Rodgers is going to be in Denver or something. So that's what, that's my theory. Could be right. Could be right. Well, we'll see who's, Good next year. See what the Super Bowl looks like next year. NFL will never be boring. We know that much. Patrick, one last his... thing. Yeah, what do you got? That fifteen-year-old cheating Russian. Oh yeah, we forgot Olympics. to talk about her. She gets yeah. to skate. She gets to skate still. I know she gets to cheat. She's a cheater. She's a fifteen-year-old cheater. She's a ruski. When are we starting to be the nice to the ruskies? She's a commie. Get her out of the Olympics. Fifteen-year-old cheater. All right, that's, Patrick. That's thank my you. Last, that's my last word for the day. Throw her out. I agree. Why okay. should? When? When is youth an excuse for being a cheater? I guess. Yes, that's right. You know, if we threw out, you know, those old, those East German, those brainwashed teenagers from East Germany who used to, you know, come out and, you know, women swimmers who look like. Uh, Shaq O'Neal, you know, uh, 
you know, we didn't, we let them get away with it too. And look what it had. That's a 15 year old cheater. Get her the hell out of the Olympics. Come on. Let's have some sanctity here of the Olympic games, that Olympic spirit, that wonderful Olympic spirit. Let's keep it going. The Olympics in China, in China, by the way, where if you don't bow to the der leader, you might get dragged off to the, Chinese version of the gulag, but hey, the Olympic spirit in Beijing. Come on, throw her out. <laughs> I forgot I forgot about that. Well, I'm glad you brought it up at the end. Um, we'll talk again next Monday. All right. All right, sure.